And then what happens? I go and get a chocolate croissant. It's all right, man. But now I got a headache because of the sugar rush. You sure that wasn't a rum and coke? <laughs> okay, okay, you got so, it. I didn't have rum and coke. I didn't have a rum and coke. All right, so, so right. listen up, hey people. Two round boys podcast number three vidcast number three. Mike and Irish up in the house. What are we talking about today? Do you know? Hold up, hold up. It's called a vlog. Please, I'm in with the kids, man. I mean, and I don't mean in an R. Kelly way. I mean, I'm in with the kids. It's not called a vidcast. What kind of shit name? Vidcast. It's not called a vidcast. You, look, listen, if we're going to do this thing, you've got to know the words. It's called a vlog. No, but isn't a vlog shorter? Eh? Is a vlog, vlog is like shorter, maybe. I don't know. Where did you it's get these like, Alright guys, welcome to the 2VB2 Ramboys vlog. 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 Uh, this is episode number three. You got Mike and Arish up in here. Uh, and yeah, what are we talking about today, man? Man, I tell you, the thing is on my mind right now. It's mm. on my mind right now. I'm sure it's on the mind of everybody else who's got kids. Is what kind of world are we building for these kids? What are they, they going to live in, man? What are they going to produce in? What are they going to be productive in? Oh, I'm stuck. You know, have you been watching? You've been watching the the what? The end of time, revolution, rebellion, climate, yeah. climate change, urgency. You about Brexit again? What about Brexit, man? Look, get oh. your head out of the Brexit side. I'm serious, man. Mm. There's a there's the kids who are protesting for climate change. There's this oh, what? in my backyard in London, yeah, yeah. London, man. How you not know in London? In London, it's very confused about what you're talking for a right? second. No, in 72 countries, guys, 72 countries, mm. 470 cities protesting mm. that mm. the older generation, i.e., you, me, and our parents, fucked it up, and they're right. But you know what else, right? They're right, but it is a testament to the powerlessness that we live in. Because it's not like me and you don't care about this, right? Pollution and shit like that. I mean, we're on a tangent here for a little bit. But my point is, I'm looking at those kids. And climate-wise, they're going to be really – we're struggling. They're struggling. They're going to struggle. And, and yeah, they are, but I mean – We all are, really. There is, there's powerlessness, but there's also empowerment, right? And – you know, I think about, I, 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 was, I was watching a vlog. No, it was a video. Um, and in Shenzhen. Don't call it porn. If it's porn, if it's porn, just say you're watching porn. Don't call it a vlog. A porn no, is not a vlog. It's a it film. Was, it was not pornography. It, it, it really wasn't. It was Shenzhen. And Shenzhen has gone fully electric with their public transport. Right. right? right. And they're pushing towards uh, uh, having fully electric vehicles or whatever. Yeah. By, 2025 throughout whole of China, Volvo, which is, for those of you who don't know, not a wonderful Nordic brand anymore. I mean, it's still a brand, but it's not by the Chinese. Chai Li cars. Ling Wang cars. And, you know, they want to move electric by 2020, which is just around the corner. So there's stuff that's happening, right? And it's a slow cycle, and little stuff is happening, right? Time and time again. You know, you and I, is the Chinese we should be looking at. Because this is because the Chinese, they recognize this is a real emergency. 
Well, it's because, I mean, they them it, have the them it is. I mean, the last, you know, the last time I was in a Chinese city a couple of years ago, I'm like, you know, the pollution is what it is, right? Um, but the, but and they can't yeah. have, they cannot, literally cannot afford to have the American dream Chinese star with a middle class of six to 800 million people consuming. It, it just can't, it just, there's just not enough earth for that, right? So that, they recognize it. I, mean, I, I was reading a few years ago that they were building like uh, a new city every, every year or something crazy. Yeah. Like, right? like yeah. you know. And they just plan, they just plan these sort of cities, right? But, but, but the, here's the thing, right? Going back to your core kind of uh, question for the day, you know, what, what is the world that we're building for our children? What sort of world? I think, you know, really the question is almost what, what world do we want our kids to inherit from us, right? And this is not a topic that is, you know, new or foreign. And, you know, I think most like-minded people would, would sit here in, in our shoes and be saying that, well, you know, we want, we want the right world for our kids, right? We want, a, we want a world of abundance for our kids. And by abundance, I don't mean, you know, that they have access and everything is accessible and easy, but that they aren't living in a world of scarce resource and they're not depleting resource, right? And the reality is that there are so many factors. You know, we talked about vehicles. That's just one factor. Uh, you got air transport. We know the guy at Signal, right? And the guys at Signal that are promoting behavioral change that, that is, is saving or is creating fuel economy, right, in aircraft. Um, you know, there are startups that I've, I've seen and, and, and you know, have, have looked at which are, are doing incredible things in uh, food waste and food waste control, right? And that's another massive, massive issue. Uh, I think I was watching some, like, uh, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall uh, program the other day. Mm. Uh, and, you know, there are guys just dedicating themselves to uh, picking you know, the tons and tons and tons of farmed uh, fruit, which goes to waste because the supermarkets basically decide that there is an end to the season and therefore it is no longer plum season. Therefore, whether you've got plums or don't have plums, we don't care, we're not going to buy them, right? And all of a sudden, all that food goes to waste, right? And that's, that's you know, that's cash that's going to waste, of course, but more importantly, it's, 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 it's food, it's resource, Right. So here's the question though. Here, here's the question though. Is food food if nobody wants to eat it? Uh, get me to a place where everybody has sufficient food uh, to keep themselves healthily nourished daily and not have to worry f f uh, where their next meal is coming from. Uh, and then ask me that question. But today, Anything comestible, i.e. that can be eaten, is food to someone. And that someone may be your neighbor, or you may be someone, or she may be someone that is sitting 2,000 miles away. Mm. Uh, but today, food is definitely, you know, anything edible is food to someone somewhere. Okay, good. Okay, got it. 100%. So, so there are multiple factors in, you know, in my kind of premise of abundance, you know, there are multiple factors that, that I think need to be considered um, and, and dealt with. And I think one of the problems is always trying to find a one-size-fits-all solution. Uh, but as hold, an example... Hold up a second. I, I, I do take... I, I'm not sure I'm, I'm completely on board with the idea of abundance. Because... <laughs> 
I steal my thunder every time. Oh yeah, tell me. Oh yeah, no, no. You finish your abundance. No, 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 no. You finish. No, 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 Because maybe, maybe I haven't gotten enough about what you mean by abundance. Maybe when you're about to do, you're about to do an Irish special, you're going to completely re-fucking define what abundance, abundance. What? It's simple, right? But no, abundance. Abundance means for me, right? Means a world, a world of plenty for everyone, right? Where there isn't scarcity. And you know that goes across all uh, uh, you know all things. That, that's not just food. That's not just fuel. Uh, that's jobs. That's that's cash. That's whatever. Right? And, and maybe it's a utopian kind of uh, desire. Mm. But um, where all you're trying to do is is shuffle around scarce resources. You're always borrowing from from Peter to pay Paul. Right. Yeah. Therefore, unless you can create abundance across everything, you're always going to have you're always going to have a winner and you're always going to have a loser, right? And today the big thing is climate change and electric vehicles and electrification, uh, and maybe that'll solve a whole bunch of stuff, but at the cost of something else. And let's not forget, with electric vehicles, just as an example, you know the amount of energy that goes into mining uh, the minerals. Uh, uh, and, and the metals that are required to, to uh, build these batteries, you know, is, is, is there's a huge cost to that, right? Envi environmentally as well as, as, well as uh, 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 cash costs as well. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think one can take a very simplistic view. To answer your question, you know, what is the world I want to see for my kids? Absolutely, I want to see a world of abundance. Mm -hmm. I want to see a world of where my kids are confident and empowered enough to be able to go out and do their thing. And I'm very lucky that I have very, I have two very strong children, um, very self-aware. Um, and, and my eldest is, you know, for sure, a hundred percent aligned to her own values and, and what she believes to be right. And, you know, she's going to go off and study at university in a year or so. Uh, and she knows what she wants to do, right? And actually what she wants to do is uh, 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 environmental uh, biology and conservation or, or something along those lines, right? Uh, and, and, you know, her big thing is she, she, wants, she wants to see a world where we're not losing species, right? Yeah. And that's her thing. Um, and, you know, for others, it may be they want to see a world where they eradicate poverty. And for others, it'll be to eradicate, uh, uh, eradicate you know, there was, there was one young lady that I, I met last year during the whole Linky Brains kind of uh, episode <clears throat> who's based out in the US and she's young, 20, early 20s. And she left this meeting, what, what, you know, her comment was, I, I, she lives in the US, she said, I want, I want to be, uh, I want to live in the United States where no, no man or woman is incarcerated again. Mm. Right? Um, so, you know, there's all sorts, hey, Catherine, uh, there's all sorts of, uh, you know, there's all sorts of different things that each of, each of these young people want, right? Uh, and we all know that, that, that there is a huge amount of purpose that drives uh, these young, you know, this younger generation. There's a lot more access to information and understanding. Yeah, so, so, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, because there's, there's two things. I'm going to go back to the abundance thing for a second. Then I'm going to ah. zoom back to this other thing because I, I thought I, I thought I'd managed to talk through it. Man, you didn't get away from the abundance thing, man. You ain't gotten away with that, right? Mm. There's too many noise. There's a lot of noise on this thing. I apologize significantly, but you know, it's live and direct, baby. 
Um, the abundance thing, right? Mm. We've, had a, we've had a history of abundance. Right? Yes. We've had a history of abundance. And what we've done with that is squander it, right? We've, and we've got addicted to abundance. We've gone for, to wars for abundance. We've conquered others to get their stuff so we can have abundance. We do all kinds of things in the name of abundance. And I, and I, think, I think it's taking us down the wrong path. Right? Yeah, but that's because because there wasn't abundance. That you yeah, but, like you literally define that there wasn't abundance. If there was but abundance, it's a context, isn't it? It's it's a context. As long as I can, and this is, I mean, I don't know whether I I can only speak for myself really and my and my cynical view of humanity is most people, if they can turn on their tap and water comes out, there's enough water. That's 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 it, right? as long as every time they open their turn on their tap, there's enough water, there's not a water problem, right? As long as they can go to their shop and they can afford food and there's food and there's, every, you know, they want to eat salami, there's salami. They want to eat fresh fruit, there's fresh fruit. As far as they're concerned, there's abundance, right? The media, for example, I think has failed really woefully because really what the media should be showing us is at the same time as you're opening your tap and fresh water is coming and you're getting this sense of personal slash community where you live slash country where you live slash continent where you live. And as far as you can see that far is abundant. You're okay. You're okay, right? Um, so, and I, and so I think, I think um, uh, this idea of abundance is a tricky one. It's a really tricky so, one. So let me drill into that a little bit. I, I don't disagree with you, right? So what, what you're talking about is, 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 is the hyper-personalization again, right? So it's, 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 what, it's, it's what I see is what matters and therefore what I don't see is irrelevant to me, right? I think is, is the thing. But what, one, of the, one of the things that kind of really came to mind as you were saying that is, it's this idea of abundance. So when I lived out in Papua New Guinea, there's a photo over there of this beautiful landscape. You, you, you shouldn't be stretching your arm like you kill yourself. I know, it's very dangerous. You're, you're over dangerous. 40, right? You're just over 40, man. You start to pull tricks like that. You're going to do yourself an injury. I'm telling you, look at me. my cane. Have you seen my cane? Anyway. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I'm out in Papua New Guinea, right? And <clears throat> this is a place where you could throw a seed in the ground, like spit on it and in six months you're gonna have like flourishing flowering beautiful whatever right yeah. this is a land of bananas of mangoes of fruit you know of of abundance of of, of natural uh, uh uh streams of fish of like you know just abundance right and go back 200 years before kind of western western um, explorers found it discovered it of course there was you know a lot of intertribalism whatever it is but in terms of like ability to survive every day you could wake up and you had food there was food there was food plentiful food right mm. fast forward 200 years or 150 years or whatever it is uh, and you've got massive poverty and you've got people unable to survive why because they moved to the cities where they require cash money right to acquire things uh, and they don't have the cash money to acquire things. So they've gone from this world of abundance, which never changed, 
and had a system overlaid on them where they, they're now, there's now poverty. And to well, me, I, that's, I think we're conflating that's things. Great. I think we're conflating things, right? Because um, wh what you're talking about there is more or less agricultural abundance, right? That's supported by the by 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 the by the by the environment, right? So, um, pick any tropical country, pretty much. You th you put some seed down, something will grow, and right. probably eat it, right? But there's there's way more. To a life than just food and and the minute you take that step out right things start to you require money is is maslow's hierarchy right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not challenging that what i'm saying is you're conflating them right no, you're conflating, I, yeah i'm oversimplifying right but if you I, i'm but if you if you satisfy that basic need you can move up but at the moment we're not even satisfying that basic need for some people. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I think, I think um, um, the, the, the idea of abundance for me, I mean, I think, I think um, um, just on the, on the, on the surface of it, I, the, the idea of abundance for me is, is a contentious one, just only from the point of view of, A, it's, it's very relative, right? Yeah. It's very relative. Um, B, um, if you have, if, if everything is in abundance, we are missing, we're missing the learning of how to cope when it isn't in abundance. And, and actually the point is resources will run out. Things will deplete. Right. And what we haven't had is because we haven't as a species, um, faced this, collect we've all had this idea of relative abundance and each country is trying to is each country's tribe is trying to amass its own its own store of abundance right um we haven't really invested in the hang on we're all in the same boat together let's fix this together right yeah you know um and so we haven't really figured out one of the biggest issues with um, food in the world is like you said before there is there is a there is abundance it's a distribution problem yeah you know and um, if you could magically get plums that have that nobody wants to buy or nobody wants to eat in in London to somewhere in I don't know that is fairly looking for hung, looking for food hungry and you get it there in a timely um, efficient way we would alleviate a lot of problems and i mean problems is oversimplification but we're talking actual real stuff the amount of grain wastage that happens in europe is just phenomenal yeah amount of, that's not even that's not even mentioning kind of the silos of that's stuff even, i mean the, the amount of food like raw material food wastage in europe and the u.s is incredible never mind the stuff that's already been cooked which is even worse because that's now an that's now, uh, you know, it, it's gone through a, pr a processing. And there's, a really, there's a really good TED talk on this that we listened to on the way back from, from Cornwall uh, mm. a couple of weeks ago, right? And uh, all of this stuff, and it's, it's so linky, it's all interconnected, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, the, the food waste issue is not just a food waste issue, it is also a global warming issue. Of course. Because 
the energy again that it goes into producing that food that is then wasted yeah. contributes to to to, to the climate. Exactly. And the interesting thing in this in this TED talk, and you know, you know me, I'm going to come back to my favorite topic time and time again. But the but the one thing that they believe would make massive, massive impact on climate change and on reducing, uh, you know, the, the potential, uh, you know, reducing that carbon footprint, if you like, uh, um, uh, and, and alleviate that kind of um, march, steady march towards climate disaster. What do you think it is? Burger King. Burger King. So it's a, it's a, yeah, I can see your thought process. My thought process. Um, trees, planting trees, a trillion trees. Yeah, you, you'd think so. And that is, that is one of the solutions. But you know what the, the single most effective solution comes down to? One fart yeah. a day. One fart a day. This is my final offer. One fart a day. Dude, we'd need to, we'd need to like, we'd need to kill you immediately. If, if that were the case, I'm like, you, you, I, 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 it'd be just voluntary euthanasia. I'll, I'll just say, folks, I can't. You're, you're a net contributor. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a net contributor to this thing. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. But no, you but think it, about that, though, you could, you could buy, you could buy, you know, fart credits, just like you buy carbon credits. You know. Can you not hijack this incredibly serious point? I'm si sorry, I'm, move back. <laughs> get, get back on it. I mean, you started with the fart jokes, man. I don't know really why you want to start it's this. True. I shouldn't have gone down there. I shouldn't have gone there. Yeah, no, go so the, the, single, the, the thing that would have the single most impact is educating girls. Educating girls. Why, why, would, that, why would that work? Tell me. For so many reasons, right? So, so educating girls, and obviously we're talking about educating girls, especially in impoverished uh, areas, um, because they would understand food management better, waste management better. Uh, uh, they would understand their environment better. Uh, they are the people that, you know, effectively women carry the world, right? I mean, like this is the, the reality, uh, you know, in, in, in most of the world, it is the women, you know, who are both working, tending to crops, caring for their children, you know, et cetera, et cetera, educating the kids, et cetera. And, and it's cyclical. I mean, like to me, you know, it always, everything always comes back to education because if you can educate people, you can, you can change behavior. If you can change behavior, you can change the way things are done. That's really what it comes down to. Like one of the things, and again, you know, I used to manufacture plastic goods, right? I used to manufacture plastic bags, right? Uh, and they were banned in Papua New Guinea just, just uh, before I left, uh, or at least not, and we used to make degradable bags, guys, fully degradable. Um, and there was a massive issue about littering, right? And, 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 and all this plastic being thrown away. And the problem wasn't that we were manufacturing bags. The problem was that, no one would, that there was a lack of education as to why throwing your plastic bag in the water yeah, was a bad yeah. thing. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, the older I get, the less I believe in, 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 in the the overwhelming power of education to save. I, I don't, I, wow. I don't No, I mean, that doesn't mean don't educate. Don't, I don't mean don't, don't educate. You live in England that they, they educate, it's all over the place. They educate you about pollution and stuff, but you still have a huge amount of crap, right? We have education about the, 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 the perils of smoking yet 
Kids are smoking. Loads of kids are smoking. They're vaping. We have education on the risks of putting any kind of weird, steamy shit in your lungs, and they're still doing it. So, I, I, you know, I think, I, think, I think the idea that there's a single bullet, which might be education or trees or whatever, I think we need to just divorce ourselves from that. No, so I didn't say it was a single bullet. I know, I know you didn't say, but, I, but I, I, there's always this emphasis of, you know, the one thing that will make all this difference, which is AKA the symbol to the silver bullet is education. It isn't, it isn't because if you get back to, if you get back to Maslow's thing again, you can educate me all you like, right? But if I have to feed my kids, and there's no electricity. And the only thing I can do is hack that tree down and burn that wood. I don't care when you're telling me there's toxins in there. I'm burning the wood. That's basically... But, but, that's, but again, you're, you're also assuming, and this is, again, where it's cyclical, right? So, I mean, you know, in theory, you would hope that by educating, you have a bigger chance of being able to... Uh, I think it's bullshit. When I think about it, I think it's bullshit. Look at the island of Haiti. All right? Look at the island of Haiti. If you ever look at the island, the whole island is called Hispaniola. Hispaniola, yeah. And on one side is um, Dominican Republic, the other side is Haiti. It looks from the air, right, like a guy who went to a barbershop and only could only afford half the haircut. Because the Haitian side, they have cut it all down. I mean, aside from, aside from landslides, actually the landslides are a result of the deforestation. And the deforestation yeah. is a result of lack of infrastructure and electricity. You can't tell me that most of the people in Haiti are uneducated about the ills of cutting down their forests. They're not. Right? But needs must. No, man. Needs must. So there's a bunch, I think there's a bunch of things involved in this. Right? And maybe education is part of it. I'm not saying it isn't. But there's, it's, it's, there's got to be some education. There's got to be some infrastructure. There's got to be some laws and enforcement of those laws. There's got to be a whole bunch of things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the laws and enforcement of the laws is a critical one, right? I mean, you know, we, we, like, to, we like to live in democratized societies, you know, us in the West. We don't like being told what to do. But this is one of those issues where actually we just need... We've got to be told what to do. I, I, was, I was thinking about this the other day, you know. I, I, was, I was thinking about this the other day. About, I was like, okay, you know what? What if tomorrow... All the, all the governments said, all right, by December the 1st, every item of packaging, every item of packaging of whatever product, from water to fridges to every damn thing, will need to be able to be biodegradable. And the longest de uh, degradation life, lifetime of that packaging is two years, right? It either has to be soluble, you put it in water, it, it dissolves, or you bury it and it, it decomposes within two years there's going to be hue and cry but you slap in the fines put a few of these corporations in prison you get some good shit going on industry will rise to the challenge man china will change man i mean like i come from the packaging industry man i mean like i know i've, I've heard this argument many many times i don't disagree that that would be brilliant and amazing and wonderful yeah. and so on. but you know what you'd end up with what more waste because, because but we've lost, we've lost the battle of no waste. There's absolutely no way. Yeah, but but there's incremental waste, right? Then because, yeah. because, because potentially what you're creating is, low, is, is shorter shelf life. 
I'm not talking. I, show the shelf life of what? Well, you, you yeah, have an issue, right? So, so you can't, you can't, like, you can't package everything, especially perishable goods in, in, and, you know, whether that's fruit or whatever it is. You know, there's certain types of packaging that is food safe and there's certain types of packaging that is not food safe. Look, and that's, then it comes that's, up. that's for the scientists to figure out. They can figure it out, right? And the, the, the industry can figure it out. We, we get the technology that we permit, right? If we allow abundance and, no, I, I hate to pick on abundance, but if we allow, a, a, if we allow waste, right? Yeah. I mean, in practice rather than in rhetoric. In rhetoric, nobody allows waste, right? But in practice, we do. We tolerate it, yeah? yeah? Um, then they would, people would just find different ways to waste because, it, it, because it's easier. It's easier to just eat, chuck, whatever, right? It's easier to leave the lights on and switch them off. So, right? so yeah, look, we, 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 I mean, you know, the, the, the point of this, of the topic of this conversation was really what, what kind of world do you want our kids to grow up in, right? And the environment is, is one big part of that. It's one yeah. huge part of that, right? Um, um, you know, another part of that, which kind of con converges what you're talking about is, is, is education for me. Because, and not really, not so much academic education because that does have its value. But I need kids, my kids, your kids, to be able to leave, to be able to be independent, independent thinking and, and being able to not just use options that are, you know, tried and tested options that are presented to them like university is an option, right? But look and go, what options can I create from this? Having mm -hmm. the critical thinking tools to be able to create those options. Right to have ex to have um, to have experienced failure and know how to deal with that, to know how to how to interact with people as a human being in terms of forming of people. I want a world where more kids are coming out like that, well formed. It's my opinion, right? Um, well formed, able to play well with others, able to um, look at this globalized world as not a thing to conquer, but a thing to be a part of and to participate in, right? To be kind, you know? Man, I'm gonna go outside and kick that guy's ass. Doesn't he know that the two bomb boys in a session, man? That's like, that's crazy. So, I mean, look, look 100%, right? Self-aware kids, both self-aware and generally aware, right? Uh, and, and I think all of those things that you describe, I, I, I absolutely agree with, right? And one of, one of the things I really worry about when I look around me at the kids today, not necessarily our kids, but, but kids in general and certainly, you know, school leavers or graduates or whatever is that they, 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 there's so many that lack just the basic ability to hold a conversation, yeah. uh, you know, to, to, to look you in the eye and, and, and talk to you about something that is meaningful. Yeah. Um, a lot of entitlement, um, a lot of, you know, what I call kind of whiny behavior. Um, because no, they call them snowflakes, right? Is it snowflakes? Yeah, I, maybe. I don't like, I'm like, I don't like what call. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't, I don't want to call people. Now. I'm sure people call, I'm sure people call my generation something, right? Your generation, whatever. But hold up, hold up. I want to just pause this one second. Hold up, one second. Handsome guy. So yeah, no. So, so yeah, whether they're snowflakes or not, I don't, you know, it's, it's kind of irrelevant. I, I think part of the issue today 
is that everything is immediately accessible and therefore there isn't a need to work for or towards something, right? Yes, there is at school, but you know, whereas I used to have to go out and research, and I'm not saying that this, you know, the, it was better in my day, I'm just saying this is reality. I used to have to go and, you know, research in an encyclopedia or, or go to the library and find a bunch of stuff. I didn't have you know, internet access that gave me instant answers to everything. Um, and so that's what I find is, is that the kids, they, they, if, they come, if they come across a hurdle, today they'll give up. They, they, won't, they won't try and leap that barrier or jump over that hurdle and, 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 and really try and solve the problem. So I, I, I'd 100% agree. I'm like, those are, those are things that I absolutely value. And I think, you know, I want to see my kids being, being good human beings, if I can put it that way, right? And, yeah. and being being productive and I don't mean productive economically, but, but, you know, to have, have improved the net worth and the net value of humanity in general. Right. And not just focused on their needs. Uh, yeah. So, you know, th this is, this is the thing that I I'm seeing right now, which, which is, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm just seeing an overdosing on individualism. Right. You know, like, it's the me, 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 and, and, and so on. And if everyone is me, 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 there's still an us, right? Whether people want to acknowledge it or not, there's still an us, and there's still an us, right? Sometimes you can go the other direction and make, make it all about us and, and lose the individual. But, you know, we have to be able to find that, that, that happy balance, right? That, that, that medium, you know, um, I'm not sure how long we've been recording. How long we've been recording? I don't know, man. It's gonna let me see how long the system. He's like, he's just trying. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about. Uh, here's the thing about Zoom, right? I can't see. It doesn't like have like a timer. Why do you have like a timer? A basic thing like this should have a timer, right? It'd be useful, right? I know, right? What's that about? It tells you the end. How does that work when it tells you the end? So. Anyway, we, we, cause we, you know, you and I can talk for like hours about this sort of stuff and we have right Yeah. in the past and, and I'm conscious for our listeners and our viewers out there. Right. It, it sounds yeah. like my, it may to you, you guys out there that, you know, we're kind of on a ramble about everything and anything, but you know, I think one of the things that it's worth kind of explaining right now is that this is simply how, <laughs> this is how we do um, this is how we do, man. This, this is how we do. This is how we do. Because this is, this is, you know, a wonderful way to explore a topic because we don't have any guidelines. We don't have any boundaries. We don't have any barriers. We don't have an agenda. Uh, this is a discourse. Like Mike and I grew up in very different places and we've had very different life experiences, I would say, from, from zero to 40, right? Uh, and... You know, to me, it's actually wonderful to hear challenges to my thought process and vice versa, uh, uh, because because it, that's the only way we grow, right? That's the only way well, we learn. Yourself. Don't you challenge me, man, because I'm always right. Yeah, I've noticed that reevaluating recently. Oh man, I'm looking bad, man. I'm look I'm looking badass. Moving on. Yeah, that dashiki is not part of the 2VB swag, by the way. That's just very clear. Let's let the audience decide. If you want a dashiki like this, with these beautiful colors, aquamarine, 
and blue, random, it will be completely unique to you, you click on the links below. Let me know. We may put it in the swag. There are, there are no links below. Yeah. Where are the links? How are you, you going to link? <laughs> There's no link. Yeah. Um, There'll be a link. No, anyway, no, at, uh, like beyond that aside, right? So how do we like how do we want to wrap this up? Because this is one of those topics that I mean, literally, you know, the world. I mean, like for me to wrap it up in in kind of a sentence would be impossible. Yeah, wrap it up in a sentence, man. To wrap it up, I'll try to wrap it up in two. Right, the world I want to see for my kids is a world where where they are they are comfortable in their own skins, and they are adding value to humanity in whichever way they are, right? And that they are participants in humanity and not just bystanders and onlookers. I like that. Let me wrap it up. Let me wrap mine up. So the world I want for my kids is one where they don't feel as powerless as previous generations have been. Um, where if they want to, um, if they want to create bridges between countries or build the next great thing, that they can do it without all of the permission seeking, without all of the special treatments, without all of the who you know kind of thing, um, where the future that produces kids who are smart. And I don't mean intelligent smart, but like humanity smart, that they're kind, that they're empathetic, that they're, they're street. You know what I mean? They can hustle, you know, and they, they are um, um, robust individuals. They can take a, they can take a, a kick a licking and keep on ticking. Those kind of kids, right? You know, um, and that produces those kids as a as a as a norm, not as an exception. Yeah. Right? Um, because I think if we have those things, it doesn't matter what what the past throws up to They'll us. Solve They'll, They'll solve it. They'll solve it. They'll solve it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, so so that's 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 the world I want to see. And I, I that, mean, I don't really know how. I mean, how do you feel that we're we're getting there? Like, yeah, so that, that's that's the thing, right? Because what you just said, what we just said, is like they'll solve it, which kind of abdicates us from any responsibility to solve it ourselves, well, it, right? It does and it doesn't, right? Because what we have to do, what's you know, our generation, what we have to do is create the mechanism for yeah, them. create the environment and the mechanism. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I I agree. I, I mean, how do we do that? I think there are a few things, right? So those that have those that read my LinkedIn posts and, and, and watch some of the stuff that I've said in the past, you know, I think education is broken. Uh, I think the way we educate our kids is not fit for purpose for what we need because it's, 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 it's teaching them things. Uh, it's, 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 it's giving them information rather than building their character. Right. Yeah. And I think that, that, you know, that need to build that character. And you and I, of course, have talked about X schools and various other things. Well, you know what? Why don't we have another, an, another like a follow up on this, right? Where we're looking yeah. really more critically at the, at the, what have we got now in education or in work or in getting ready for work or in whatever. And where do we see those gaps? Where do we see the gaps? What would we suggest, right? From our yeah. vast experience of the subject. 
right? As the gaps of each of those things. We don't know anything about anything. I know nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. All is well. All is well. Um, what do you reckon so, that? Should we do that? Yeah, I think, I think we definitely should. But I mean, I, I think just, just kind of as a brief um, uh, a comment to, or, or answer to that question, I think the things that we can do is keep them, keep their eyes open to the world. One of the things that I'm, I'm privileged enough to be able to do is travel and take my kids traveling. And I think, you know, having lived in Papua New Guinea and Australia, you know, coming from, from, from Kenya and going back to Africa, various places in Africa on a regular basis uh, and traveling through Europe, et cetera, like, and, and, and even through the UK is opening their eyes to the fact that, you know, this little microcosm that they live in, in North London is a microcosm. It, it is just one, one place. There are lots of different places with lots of different people doing lots of different things and living under very different circumstances and that they should be conscious of that and they should be aware of that. So I think that's one massive thing, right? That I think, you know, we as parents, and if we're not able to take them traveling, then, you know, make sure that they're reading the book or watching the documentary or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not just putting, and you know, the thing that unfortunately gets me is that, you know, my youngest kid, you know, will watch slime videos on YouTube because that's the thing. And to me, that's heartbreaking because it's like, wow, what a, what a massive, what a massive waste of her potential and the content provider's potential at, at steering these young minds and they're putting this goop in front of them, right? So I think, you know, as a parent, trying to be more selective about and, and without kind of being draconian about it, being more selective about... Be draconian. They, Bring the whip. Spare the whip. Spoil the child. I'm starting to understand some things about you, Mr. Sutton. That's right, guy. I don't wear the dashiki with nothing, man. That's why, that's, that's why you're sitting there doing this podcast in a dungeon. Now I understood, man. <laughs> um, but, but I think, no, and I think the other thing, and I think the other thing that we owe it to our kids to do is to be present with them and for them and not on our phones and not you know on a screen and not in the hustle and not you know not not you know i i i i spent a lot of time over the last couple of years creating you know creating for myself the ability to have time and that's the biggest most precious gift that i can give to my kids is my time and you know, I think I need to. I think I need to 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 to, to help you help them utilize my time better. That's what I can do. How about yeah. You? Well, you were very you were very brief for both of us on that one. So I I think I think any any that was me. That was me. I know. So, but I think I think we should go into into a bit more detail about this because you know I've 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 got a lot more to say about it. I think you've got a lot more to say about it. And maybe maybe for the next one we we, we rope someone in. What do you reckon? Should we rope someone in? Are we ready for guests? I don't know, man. Are, are they ready for us? Are they ready for us? You know what I'm saying? The um, question. The question is, who could? I mean, the question is, who would we rob? Let's have a think. Let's have, let's a, have think. a think I'm, about that. I mean, it's it's basically a choice between no one and someone, right? So, it's okay if it's a no one. Proper <laughs> binary. Proper binary. Nice one. Right. Well, this is two brown boys. Thank you so much for watching us this time. I have no idea why anyone's watching this, but if you are, uh, 
keep watching. Thanks very much. Signing out. Take it easy, guys. Two yeah. BBL.